once knew these two guys. Each, in their own way, had had it all. And blew it. Left with broken brains and battered bravery, having to find parts of themselves they had seen in film and cinema. But who were they anymore? If they were going to do this, it needed to be the most thorough search for identity ever undertaken. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast with your hosts, Ben Groves and Rob McFarland. This episode contains spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. Uh, my name is Rob McFarland. How are we doing today? I'm doing grand, sir. Grand. Thank you very much. Grand. Very nice. I mean, it sounds better than I'm doing. I'm yeah. sat in my living room. Looking I'm at... in my mid-30s. I'm out of shape. I've just started smoking cigarettes again, so constantly out of breath. And it's coming back. Kind of sound like I'm on an iron lung forever. Nice. Radiohead reference quite early in the episode. You know, Thank we do well you. amongst Radiohead listeners. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we do. I've, I don't know what any of you listen to. I'm sure. I'm sure it's all awful. But uh... I've actually checked this on Spotify, and I know that the third most popular artist that our mm-hmm. listeners also listen to on Spotify is the Spice Girls. There we go. Third most popular. Interestingly, on Instagram, we skew very heavily males. So <laughs> some guys are out there fucking lying, mate. I love the Spice Girls. I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna fucking. I'm not even ashamed of that shit. I love right. it. Okay, I'm. I must admit. Okay. If you can name five Spice Girl songs, I'll be impressed. Uh, Baby Spice, Posh Spice, <laughs> the other one. If you want to be my lover, <laughs> Chicka Chicka Ah. <laughs> that's just that's just off the top of my head. If I had more time to study, I could probably name ten. When two become one. Yep. Touch my bush. I'm pretty sure that was a song at one point. Uh possibly. I mean, all of their songs were essentially just about sex. Sung yeah. to preteen girls, yeah. So what movie are we doing today, man? <laughs> we are doing Madness in the Method, uh, Jason Mew's directorial debut. Uh, we were very fortunate uh, that our Viewers Universe series ended. No, um, that our Viewers Universe series... I'm still sad lot- about it. No, I know. We put a lot of love, put a lot of heart into that. Ben especially put litres of love into it. I'm fucking wearing my snoochie boochies and equality shirt from Reboot right now. Oh, you are such a fanboy but anyway yeah uh the lovely jason muse noticed us uh and because senpai noticed us we thought we would have a little uh detour <laughs> <Senpai>. in <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. we thought we'd have a little detour into madness in the method his 2019 directorial debut in which he stars as jason muse uh attempting to break free of the typecasting of being jay of jay and silent bob fame uh, finding a book uh, which teaches him how to method act and uh, following it, reading it too quick, and shit goes wrong from there. This film is lots of things. Discuss. Insane being the main one. <laughs> Insane being yeah. the main one. Yeah, yeah. You could have given me like a million guesses. Yep. And like, this movie is Jay's humour through and through, which yep. is amazing. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's fucking super funny film. 100%. I, I burst out laughing many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. There was some... Odd cameos. Yes. Playing odder versions of themselves. Yes. Uh, not all of them. There were some... <sighs> this is a film of odd choices. Odd it's just choices. an odd film, but it's yeah. fucking... It's one of those weird, like... Do you like Marmite? Yes, I do. Why? 
I couldn't tell you. Because it's odd. It doesn't taste like anything. It tastes like what I imagine the inside of a car tire to taste like. But I yeah, fucking yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah true. It's true, just true, true. odd. And I think about it way more than I should, right? <laughs> you just sat there, like fucking Rodan's the thinker, like head on head on fist, just going, Marmite, man. Why do I, why do I love Marmite so what much? What flavour is Marmite? It just, that thought <laughs> pops into my head in an inordinate amount of times. And I'm going to... I won't go as far to say on a daily basis, but I will say... Mm. like minimum weekly i'll just be walking the dog on the field the yeah. sun's shining i've got my headphones in and i'm in, i'm like loving life and then just what flavor is marmite that shit will hit me and it's ruined me for a day and a half because that's all i think about then yeah. this movie is going to be that because it's it's so odd yes it's so fun so this is the bit where you tell me you really liked it right i right i don't get me wrong right mm-hmm. i really fucking enjoyed myself watching this right okay like I really did. Did I, you watch it, was, it too fast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally killed Vinnie Jones. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, who's in this? By the way, Vinnie Jones is a is a cameo. Machete is a cameo. Uh, Gina Carano's in it before being booted out. Uh, Brian O'Hanlon. Han- Brian O'Hanlon. Why Hanna is my Ren. brain broken? <laughs> it's all that smoking, mate. Um, it's just yeah, Brian cigarettes. No, I know. That okay. was, uh, yeah, that was... Yeah. Welcome, right. welcome to the joke. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I I watched it. Uh, there was lots of it that I liked. There, yeah. But it, I found it frustrating because I... I think there's a better film in here than the one that we got. Okay. I, I'm, I'm one of those people, the closer something gets to being really good, the yeah. more I hate it. Yeah. Which it's is why like, you love Magnolia, right? Could you just... <laughs> I would rather volunteer to be the spit sink at the dentist than watch Magnolia. And don't every like t- you don't do that already. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, like a, that's like a punishment choice for you. Mm, I've seen the flyers dotted around the UK. Bits. All right? <laughs> I've seen the fucking phone box, the phone box cards that you're leaving around Gotham. I've seen them. All right? The picture is very off-putting. Yeah, why, no, it is. why are your nipple placements like that? I was born that way, man. Lady Gaga puts it best. Shoulder nips? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you're saying, right? I know yeah, what you're yeah. saying. So, there's a better film in here. I, I wouldn't say that there's a better film. I say that this film is... It's complementary to the Viewersk universe, right? Yeah, I mean, you have to have seen the Viewersk universe and all of it to understand even a single second of this film, if that's what you mean by complementary. <laughs> if you, you mean like vestigial twin that, growing right? on the... If you mean like like skin tag growing on the side of the Viewersk universe, okay, that in which it. it's entirely dependent upon it for life, <laughs> oxygen and blood, then yes. That sounds like much more negative. Yeah, no, no, than, I lo- than I, I, I'd love right? a skin tag. I lo- <laughs> okay. I'm a big fan of skin tags. All right, cool. I've got a weird skin tag like near my armpit that looks exactly like a Rice Krispie. Uh, you've got a tattoo. Have you still got that tattoo gun? A tattoo machine. Tattoo machine. Yes. Put a face on it. No. Put a face on it. Call it no, Vin. I'm not going to tattoo my Rice Krispie, you fucking. <laughs> I was really tempted to get Snap, Crackle, and Pop, but like tattooed around it. Yeah, no, fair. Oh, yeah, no, I hadn't thought about the whole melanoma See? thing. Yeah. yeah. That would have been funnier. Yeah. But so yeah. to understand this movie, or not to understand it, to get the most amount of enjoyment out of this movie, I feel yeah. if you understand Kevin Smith's career, right? The yes. flops, how he dealt with them, yep. how he bounced back from them. Yep. Uh, if you understand that uh, him 
making Zack and Miri make a porno and mm-hmm. then panicking that he had ruined Seth Rogen's career. Making uh, Tusk panicking that he ruined Justin Long's career. Making Tusk uh, panicking about Justin Long's career. Uh, mall rats. People still take the piss out of mall rats to this day. Including us. Well, including me. you. I love that <laughs> film. Go back and listen to the episode. I'm going to defend it until I'm dead. All right? Yeah. <laughs> but he... You have to understand that and how he dealt with it. You have to understand that that Jason Mewes has had troubles with addiction in the past. Yeah. Uh, the the dynamic between him and Kevin Smith as both of actors and as people. But then you also need to understand the viewers universe and mm-hmm. the characters that are played in that universe because some of those characters come back as almost yeah. caricatures of themselves. There's subtle callbacks. As well, so like Brian O'Halloran, in every film, ends up being hit on by just obscenely hot women that would never be interested in him, and that happens That's again so in this film. Mean. <laughs> That's Look, so mean. I, he's fucking lovely. What's wrong with you? He's a lovely man, but he looks uh, he looks about the same as I do. So he is not getting them women. That's. This sounds like you're projecting right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It sounds like you're projecting. I think he's lovely. Right, yeah. As by you means. were insulting no, a man that you've never met about that's something what that we he can't do, Ben. That's how where we live. That's what people listen to this for. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Go on then. As you were, so Brian yeah, Halloran yeah. getting hit on by hot chicks. Yeah, like references like that, which are funny mm-hmm. if you've seen Clerks and Clerks Two, and you mm-hmm. sort of get the dynamic of why that would be a a thing. Um, and and without that, it's just odd. <laughs> yeah and and i think this film which is already odd uh becomes odder without the context of the viewers universe i i don't i don't know if i'd have gone very far with this film without that context i 100 percent would have it's it's hilarious and it's weird it's weird in a good way where mm. everything is is just normal enough to be relatable but just weird enough to be like this isn't our universe <laughs> yeah 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 it's a it's a weird sort of splinter world where yeah yeah it's yeah. a crossover between overly comical borderline aggressively inept cops i mean with, and actors but yeah uh, yeah and, <laughs> and sort of like go up against actors that are doing exactly nothing to yeah. cover up crimes yeah yeah, yeah other yeah, than just yeah, do yeah. more crimes right yeah 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 so it this kind of turns into like uh, the quest for Muse to become the best actor in the world. Yeah, on a website that speaks to you. Yes. For no reason, when it could have just been a YouTube channel. Yeah, that doesn't need to be analysed. I'm making a website right now. I'll fucking make it talk to you, but only you. So then when right, you okay. log into it, it just goes, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I know how to embed a YouTube clip, Ben. You're not from the 1995 film Hackers, all right? No, I'm from the much later, much more recent Hackers 2, a.k.a. Die, Die Hard, Hard 4. 4. Yes. <laughs> also starring Kevin Smith as a hacker. Do you reckon, do you reckon, do you reckon Tusk was... Uh, was Kevin Smith's revenge for Die Hard 4. He's like, give me that career. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put you in a walrus suit, motherfucker. (laughs) I think Tusk was Kevin Smith's creature feature masterpiece. I know, and we agree on this. Go back and listen to the episode if you doubt that. Or... Speaking of that, you can literally go back and listen to the entire Viewers Universe series, and then this episode and this movie mm. will make sense to you 
completely. Are we making the same mistake that Jason Muse made? <laughs> Probably. Because <laughs> the way that you were like, you know how this is like a skin tag on the Viewersk Universe? Well, you know how our podcast is mm. also a skin tag on the Viewersk Universe oh, yeah, right we're, now? <laughs> we're, a, we're, a tertiary, we're a tertiary fucking skin tag. We are like a fractal. Right. You know those fractal posters you'd get in the 90s with like shit splitting off shit? <laughs> we're 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 really really we're really down in the fucking pixel grain. Good, <laughs> that's where I like it. It's cozy. You know yeah. what I mean? We're a cozy podcast. There you exactly. go. Exactly. So as much as this is odd, right? Yes. As much as this is odd, the editing in this movie mm. is fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. It's well edited, and I would. Okay, here's a question for you: Is it well directed? It's it's incredibly well directed. For someone who is directing whilst Simp. being in front of the camera. Simp! Absolutely no. <laughs> not. Dude, he's directed this whole movie whilst having the biggest part in the movie. No, That's I, fucking mind-bending. But I think, it, I think it shows because there are chunks of this film that are fucking really well-directed. Yes. And there are chunks of it that are not well-directed. And I'm almost certain it's the chunks where Dominic Burns was behind the camera. Maybe. Because because I I and I I've got a whole thing about Dominic Burns, who's now my my enemy number one when it comes to this film. But um, but yeah, I think I think Jason Mewes can direct. I think he can direct well. I don't, I think this movie is inconsistently directed. I mean, and there's quite a lot of like there's quite a lot of like medium close ups where the person's just talking and then it cuts to the other person who's framed the exact same way and they say their line. And it, it sort of bounces back and forth. Do you know, like the Stan Lee scene? Yeah, I mean that's kind of comic booky, though, right? I hadn't considered that. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. When I, when I see stuff like this, and it's it's very sort of like see, hadn't considered that. In like pop culture and nerd culture, a yeah. lot of it is. I tend to view it as like a graphic novel that's come to life, because we could have the same discussion about Sin City, and that exact conversation could mm. apply there. But again, it's graphic novelly or comic book I sometimes found a lot of the framing quite sparse and I was like well yeah. the, the Stan Lee scene is is a particular one there's a there's a scene in this film dear listener where uh Stan Lee has had a murder occur uh, Marvel comic Stan Lee which I think is this his last film I'm not too sure you know might well be but he's had a he's had a murder happen next to his house and he's talking to a, a, pl- a police officer and the camera really just swaps between them as they sort of talk and there's nothing in the shot except them and then a little bit of background and I'm like, Ooh, this is this is odd looking. I hadn't considered it as a as a comic book frame. And when you look at the movie through that lens, suddenly I'm like, Oh, that makes more sense. Most of the Viewersk Universe stuff and a lot of like the the Kevin Smith stuff that I do watch Yes reminds me of like comic books. Straight which I think is why it's got like yeah. a bit of a cult following. You know what I mean? So you enjoyed the film. You think it's well directed. You think it's funny. You think I it's think odd. The the editing is my favorite in this movie because it's the why. Okay, so the comedic cutaways are so fast and so hard hitting. Yeah. That a you don't see them coming. B they don't stop. And C it's or it's stuff that's almost happened like a minute before. Mm. But it's almost playing out as I would imagine Jay from Jane Silent Bob's brain working. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. no. I mean, I'm saying yeah to, to, to try and help so, you further your point, but, but no, not really. Okay. So <laughs> he lives out a scenario. Yep. Which is like 
tense and action filled yep. and a lot happens like the fight with the with the initial producer right yeah yeah the guy with the fucking hockey stick yeah yeah and they have this big fight and he goes back in to get his car keys and then huge spoilers by the way huge spoilers we put the tag at the front if, if, if they're still Good. here if you're still here and you've not seen this film and you're suddenly going oh there's spoilers in it it's on you yeah that's on right. you so then when Jason Muse, when Jason Muse runs over and accidentally kills that, well, I say accidentally kills him, he runs him over <laughs> accidentally, then reverses over him, yeah. and then runs him over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when that happens, and he's like talking, <laughs> talking about that event, and it just cuts back to him going, hey, buddy, with this dude's brain <laughs> hanging out of his head. Just the way it happens is so fucking funny, I, man. Just uh, but, everything but, about it. But I think, so I, I watched this film, I didn't watch this film too fast. I watched it in a few chunks. I had okay. to, for, for reasons. I then watched it again in one sitting. And I think what struck me is where I chose to break the first time. Yeah. There's a, there's a shift in tone, yes, but the, the end of this film gets very madcap. Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's managed to catch you, I can. If, if the sort of first half has caught you, mm-hmm. you might go along with the madcap. I didn't, and I was suddenly like, oh, I was enjoying the first half more. And the, I'm so glad you brought up that scene where he where he runs over the the casting director mm-hmm. because it's. I think it's the funniest I've seen Jason Mewes be. Yeah, like him getting back in the car <laughs> and just doing the whole like talking to himself calmly <laughs> and just like. I'm just going to get out of the car. I'm just going to check. It's all good. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, it had me in stitches. The bit where he then, like, after the fight in the casting director's house, goes to get in the car, and he's just dropped his keys, which is something everyone would fucking do in a fight. Yeah. And he's then got to go back in and get the keys. Fucking genius. Yeah. Um, the fact that Vinnie Jones's car keys has got <laughs> a ball bag on them. Genius. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then there, there's other, like, the, the, the end of the film gets a bit odd. And, uh, I mean, I don't make films, right? I've, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that I, I know this, I know that, because I can't. And I think it would be ridiculous to, I always mm-hmm. find it weird when, when I'm shitting on a film. I'm like, well, you've not made any fucker. But I have, I have made records and I've, I've helped make successful records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cell phone, slide it in there. Um, and I know lots of it doesn't translate, but, th- but I'm sure this does. And it's, it's that thing of like, hold your aces, right? Don't go for the full album if you don't have a team capable of putting out the best album. Uh, you and I both know uh, there is enough stuff left to chance already in in anything you do create. If there's enough risks yeah. that like you can't really afford to add your own risks to the pot. Okay. So like aces in this film, the idea of Jason Muse fighting against his own typecasting, fucking yeah. ace. Yeah. Uh, seeing him play any character that's not Jay of Jay and Silent Bob, fucking yeah. ace. Yeah. Seeing him and Kevin addressing their relationship and the demons in it, fucking ace. Yeah. Taking those aces and playing it with this script is rough. And uh, I was watching an interview where, you know, Dominic Burns did a lot of the script writing and and Jason uh, was sort of inputting his ideas. And the, the, the ideas that Jason uh, owns up to having put in are, are the best bits of the film. The rest of the film, mm-hmm. it just feels like if you go then go to Dominic Burns, who, who Jason knows through a film called, I think, The Devil's Tower, okay. which is a sort of uh, B-horror. You go to... You know, um, have you seen Cockneys versus Zombies? Unfortunately, yes. Have you seen Alien Uprising? No. No. There's a lot of those sort of British uh, sea movies. Yeah. I suppose you could call them. That's what Dominic 
Burns does mostly. Okay. And I just think if you want to direct and you want to do a film where you're the lead, of all the people I know from the Askew universe, Jason Muse is the person I want to see that from the most. Agreed. This film is really, really, really close to being the film that I wanted it to be. And I'm just, I'm heartbroken it doesn't quite get there. And all the bits that don't quite get there are not the bits where they are nothing to do with Jason Muse's performance or okay. his directing. It's to do with other bits that just don't quite land. Like, I can respect that, man. I yeah. can respect that. I think for me it's a little different. I, I didn't see the ending coming. I didn't see <laughs> the ending Jason Muse becoming a serial killer <laughs> to be the best actor in the world and then framing Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith for the murder. So that he goes to prison for life. There's a spoilers tag, listeners. Shut the fuck up. Yes, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> you ain't liking it. Pause it. Watch the fucking film and then come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah All yeah. right, love you. Just doing some heavy lifting this week, innit? <laughs> yeah. So... I didn't expect all of that to happen. But then the the last thing that I just fucking... Mm. That just sold it for me. This is the moment where I was like, yes. Right. And it comes right at the end of the movie. Right. And for the entire film, Jason Mewes is in a bidding war on eBay to try and yeah. buy a fucking comic book from an 18-year-old kid. It is the most... It's the most minute. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Pointless. Yeah. Like, there is no fucking value in that story arc whatsoever. Except that he keeps getting outbid by someone <laughs> that keeps being really fucking rude to him, right? <laughs> yeah. So he is then, like, rude back just every now and then. Uh, and it, it just cuts to it every now and then. At the end of the movie, when you find out that that's his wife... <laughs> who Jason Mewes thought was fucking Brian O'Halloran uh. turns out to be the, the rude little bidder trying to buy the comic book for Jay from a guy called Brian <laughs> so this whole fucking thing was a huge mix up and Brian O'Halloran died because he was trying to keep Jay out of rehab and falling off the wagon and taking the pressure of being like a leading man and being a like a, being a, a good friend, being a I mean being a friend. Well, I wouldn't say yeah, it's a yeah. good friend, not a good friend, and being a condescending, patronising little fucker about it. But yeah, being fucking like, look at me, I'm in clerks, I'm gonna wank myself off on my own sofa whilst watching my own fucking performance. You know what I mean? I'm not even supposed to be here today. The amount of times yeah. that I heard that in this movie, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, unlike Clex too. Um. <laughs> but that moment when it all comes together, yeah. they're in the kitchen, he's about to kill Brian O'Halloran, and then the wife is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I've been trying to bri- I've been trying to buy this comic book. And he's like, you're that rude little fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I was just sort of like, this is... What? That all of that led to this? Yeah. And then it turns out that she's super into this weird, like, Scarface serial killer Jason Mewes. <laughs> Finish Brian Halloran. Finish the job. Finish, Finish the job. Finish also, <laughs> kill the kid that's been trying to sell us this comic book. What? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, d- at that moment, I was like, all of this, all of the, all of the, like, the, the stuff in the middle, mm-hmm. the, the early energy, the sort of the, the almost, not a dip. It's it's like a the only way that I can describe it is like a roller coaster, right? But mm. you know the ones that like do the 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 like the cyclone things and they spin yeah, you yeah. like right. You're still going in a straight line. You're just upside down and then yeah, right yeah. way up. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, loop the loops and shit. I know how a roller coaster works. That's what this movie is. I just needed to explain it in case you know. What I mean, I sometimes we have conversations and I'm like, is this guy just a caveman that's been thawed out of a glacier and is trying to pass himself off as a normal person or oh what? 
<laughs> me? <laughs> Fucking harsh criticism coming from a personified yeast infection. Fuck off. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. We'll get to Magnolia. Don't worry about me. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway. <sighs> Caveman Rob. Yes. <laughs> this movie is like a roller coaster. It is, yes. The end of the movie, it doesn't dip. It kind of like just spins you on your head so you're upside down for a little bit. Yeah, it, it's, it has wild, wild changes in tone and pace. Yeah. And some might say that that's a directorial thing. I don't think it is. I think, again, it's that thing of the moment to moment being good. I think the overall... I, I See, I disagree with you on the edit. That's the, uh, that's the main thing. The, the momentary editing is fantastic. Yeah. You know, the, the, from shot to shot, great. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why a lot of the, the uh, like you say, a lot of the visual edit jokes work. But I think the overall story editing structure of the narrative and the edit that way kind of yeah. don't. For instance, there's okay. the um, him and Kevin are hanging out at a party for reasons mm-hmm. that are important to the plot. Blah. Um, <laughs> and him and Kevin are having a chat and I want to hear that conversation. Great. And then just two fucking new characters who I don't give a shit about are introduced and they're walking through the same party. And I'm like, okay, this will be relevant. Um, And then it cuts back to Kevin and Jay talking about what they were talking about. And then it cuts back to these fucking guys. And then it cuts... And I'm like, this is two separate scenes that they've... One of them hasn't worked. So what they've done is they've cut up one that does and just shit sandwiched it. Maybe... Or is this the running joke that they've got fucking Superman playing into as well? Because those two guys are just sort of like, they're my famous friends. No, they're my famous friends. They don't give a fuck about them as people. They're just there because they're like star fuckers, right? And then you've got uh, Miles... What's his last name? Kane? (laughs) What, from The Last Shadow Puppets? No, who am I thinking of? What's the who's the fucking Superman? I don't watch DC stuff. No, no, no. This is going to do my tits in. Bear me one sec. Are we literally listening to you, Google, right now? No, you're listening to me, IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Kane. Dean Kane. There we go. Was he in the '90s Superman? Yeah, that we would have so watched between that's... Star Trek and The Simpsons. Sure. Yeah. Fine. So maybe it's like the the running joke that they've got going with Dean Cain mm-hmm. of like the, dude, don't fucking say my name here because I'm going to be signing shit for months. Yeah, yeah. You know, like just people will like swarm and be like, can I get a picture? Can I get a selfie? Eh, can I do this? Eh. Can I do that? They don't give a fuck about him as people. But then I, th- I think that's, that's what I wanted more of. So the early part of the uh, film where he's, he's trying to get cast in the film, the yeah. scene where he's being the acupuncture murderer, the scenes yeah, in the car. Yeah. You know, I wanted more of the plot of Jason Mewes being tight. There's enough film in the first third to make an interesting movie uh, without some you of the more... I just want to see, like, fucking audition tapes is essentially what you're saying. No, like... Okay, what's, your, what's the... Okay, what's the best scene in this film and why is it the one where him and Kevin have an argument outside the comedy club? Okay, that's only... That's only the best scene in this movie if you understand their dynamic outside of Hollywood and everything else. And if you understand uh, Jay Mew's it's like battle with sobriety and mm-hmm. how he sort of fell off the wagon and how Kevin Smith helped him out, get back. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean, there is stuff. there is an intro section that gives you that. I mean, I, sure, there's like three newspaper clippings, but it's, it, look at the movie that it's opening. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, that could be this universe, that could be our world, that could be a fucking sure. far-fetched universe. I think if you understand that, 
for me, the best scene in this movie mm. is the fucking rekindling of husband and wife over <laughs> comic book and murder <laughs> at the end. Because if you would have given me a fucking million pounds at the beginning of this movie to yep. guess how it ended, yep. it would not have been Brian O'Halloran being murdered with a nail gun and a hockey stick. It would not have been that they fixed their marital problems over murder. And right. it wouldn't have been that they were the ones outbidding each other on the fucking comic book. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I get you. yeah, we, the, we've the got Kevin different tastes. I've gone for the Magnolia choice, haven't I? Because, you know, I, I've got a brain. Which one is the is the best scene in the movie? It's the one which reminds me most of Magnolia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's, I'll, I'll pull the thread. So the best scene in this movie yep. is where Kevin Smith and Jamie Hughes have an argument at the back of the thing. Yes, it is. Thank you. You're welcome. That's I'm the end of the thread. I got you. I'm glad we agree. Uh, <laughs> the film I wanted to see was the him being typecast and him uh, having to examine his relationship with Kevin, examine his relationship with the character in a new light, in a new context. Or I wanted to see a madcap comedy um, where he's a serial killer and he's blowing Vinnie Jones up with a with a giant fucking rocket. He didn't blow Vinnie Jones up. Vinnie Jones is just such a good up, football yeah. player yeah. that he booted an enormous firework and blew himself up. Yeah, no, that's fair. No, I stand corrected. Thank you. I'm guessing, again, <laughs> because you're a man of different taste to me, you would never separate this into a serious film and a funny one. No. No. I think the the way with all the shit that's gone on like in my past yep. and the way that i deal with things yep um anything that's like serious yep. and fucking debilitatingly overwhelmingly fucking painful mm-hmm. to look at mm-hmm. you i got to laugh it i need to find a way to make it funny right. to make it manageable right. otherwise it just stays this big fucking looming monster yeah yeah, I like I like to wallow in it. I like to I like to wash wash in the blood I of the know. lamb. This is why you listen to Nick Cave and I listen to fucking Venga Boys. You know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. Yeah, I know. I had Venga Boys on this morning, man. I'm oh. not ashamed. Oh, you so should be. Yeah, yeah, hundred oh, percent. I should be. But do you know why I played it? Why? I found a CD that I was bought for Christmas when I was about eleven. Mm-hmm. I'm thirty three. Yeah. I thought this was a moment. I thought maybe Rolling it was a sign. Back the years. Yeah, man. Yep. Um, but yeah, so the way that I take this movie with like the the serious mm. stuff, it's it's one foot in reality and one foot in in absurdity. You, so you've sort of got the safe zone of absurdity to run it's, to. Exactly. When, yeah. Exactly. You're dealing with stuff that is like very fucking close to the bone, mm-hmm. very close to home, very deeply intimate. Mm-hmm. But you're doing it in a way that isn't like a Hi, welcome to my therapy session. Yeah, you won't have seen Honey Boy with um, Shia LaBeouf, right? I'm up for watching it. Like, I love serious mm. cinema. I like serious movies. Mm. I just think that, like, um, one foot in reality, one foot in re- in absurdity it's is a safe a, way of doing it. It's not. It's not a safe way. It's more comfortable. Yeah, I think it's more relatable for me on a personal level so that's why i was like i was invested in it mm. pretty early on especially when the stuff about sobriety and you know i mean that that whole with the arena. sobriety thing i'm always really hesitant not to talk about jason me sobriety struggles but i feel like um yes it's addressed in this film but i think that the point of this film is is him being i can be more than this i can be more than that and and he can be 
and I always I I just I resent defining people by their addiction status or their recovery and status. You brought up a good point though because mm. I think he does that in this movie. I think he yeah. does redefine himself yes. out of Jay and Jay, uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, and yes. he does become Jason Mewes. But in the movie, he does it in such sort of like a comically, yes, uh, a comically overstated way. Yep. By becoming a serial killer, yep. framing his friends, murdering Brian O'Halloran, and then getting the fucking comic book and the girl. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, that's the dream. That's like fifteen-year-old me's dream. Yeah. 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 Maybe not the serial killer bit, but oh, it, and the, the serial comic killer book bit, and the girl, hundred <laughs> percent, and the serial killer bit. Admit it. It was like one dream. It's fine. I wish I hadn't <laughs> told you about this. One. <laughs> what are you going to rate it? Madness in the method. I am going to rate it a seven. Seven. Yes, I think I'm going to go with a five. Okay, because like I said, it's a weird one because the five that's there, mm-hmm. I fucking love. Yeah. But the five that's there, that's not there, is because mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. So I, I'll just six, six. Okay. Six. <laughs> I take it back. Sorry, senpai. I, I really enjoyed being a part of that conversation. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> just letting you sort of like figure out your stuff on the side. I'm going seven, seven and a half, man. Mm. I fucking, I had a lot of fun watching it. It's an odd experience. It is odd. But I think coming off the back of our Viewersk Universe series and having watched all of those movies very recently and yep. become very familiar with those characters again very recently, this movie was awesome. This is, It's a similar reason why I like Reboot. It's it's watching some of your favourite characters yeah, yeah. mature. I, th- I think this is... Ve- I, I was watching this and I, I was certain that you were going to be... Oh, it's 10 out of 10. Um, <clears throat> because this is very much in the... His- <laughs> this is very much in the vein of... On the spectrum of a Skewniverse stuff, this is more on the Morats reboot Jay and Silent Bob end of things yeah. than yeah. it is the Chasing Amy dogma end. I mean, I, I wish the fucking sequel teaser would have been a little bit more because he's still on the quest to be the world's best actor. Yeah, yeah. Danny Trejo takes the number one spot and leaves Jason Mewes for the second best actor in the world. Jay versus Machete. Machete in space versus Jay. Oh my God, yeah. Right. Right, so we've got we add that to Predator versus Mattress. No, there's already a trailer for Machete in Space. Okay, good. Good. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on the Every Movie Ever podcast. I Always a pleasure, never a chore. Always a pleasure. We love each and every one of you. Um just gonna take a quick moment to say thank you all so fucking much for the support recently. Oh yeah, we've gone supernova. It's insane. Thank you all. Don't know what happened. But get in touch and tell us because we genuinely don't know where you're from. So honestly, uh, yeah, fucking just thank comment you. on an Instagram. Let us know. Thank you. We love you, and we look forward to seeing you next week when we will be doing drum roll, please. Batman. Yeah. See you then. Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs>